Welcome to the Financial Coconut Podcast Network, the leading personal finance podcast network in Singapore. I'm your host, Reggie, aka Your Chief Financial Coconut, and every Monday, you will be joining me, Eric Fung, and SG Budget Big Dawn on our weekly segment, Wise and Shine, where we leverage on the latest quirky happenings out there on the internet to answer many of your burning social and personal development questions. Yes, we're all sick and tired of talking about money, so welcome back to Wise and Shine. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The minute you're passionate about something, you have a halo effect. Yeah, Everything yeah, seems yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Love so, is blind. Yeah. Passion is blind too. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, yo, good one. Yeah, yeah. Spot in there. viral at the you... Welcome back to another episode of Wise and Shine. I'm your host, Reggie, aka your Chief Financial Coconut. Hi, my name is Eric, Mr. Positivity. And I'm Dawn, SG Budget Rate. Yeah, finally we are back again. Yes. Yeah. It's been it's been so it long since you like recorded, a long right? Time. Yeah, and so much backlash, right? A month and a half. The <laughs> <laughs> filial piety episode, right? Well, I had a lot of uh, conversation with my parents and my friends. So, I mean, I think most people are still siding towards the, it doesn't matter whether your parents is good or bad, we would still have to do whatever it takes to help them. Hmm. Yeah, so that, that seems to be the, the main narrative. Lah. So it was quite funny because initially that was my stand too, right? Yes, but then yes. after that- You I defended cast, that stand yeah, very I defended, hard. I defended very hard. <laughs> but then I started to sway when I realized that, yeah, some parents just don't deserve it, right? Mm. So I, I, I had a caveat, but- I think um, at least my friends, right? They, 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 their stand is regardless. It's a sacrifice. You don't keep calm with your family. Mm. Yeah, so that's just your friends very noble. I had people tell me like they feel very validated after our episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I need to make new friends. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm hurt. But you I'm know, hurt, you right? know, this is interesting, right? Don't mm. you realize that sometimes we unconsciously end up in our own echo chamber? It's true. Yeah, it does. It's true, right? Yeah. That like in my mm. echo chamber we tend to all resonate the same. Yeah, that's like all your friends same view as you, ma. No, but coming... Until you have friends like us. Yes, yes, yes. No choice, Mr. Positivity, you know. But it's so important for intellects and for for discourse that Mm. you need to keep hanging out with people who disagree with you so that you can sharpen your own thoughts. Mm -hmm. And I think also that's why, like, you know, people always say you don't know their story, you need to be kind, but it's very hard to really, like, do it because when you're in the echo chamber, you don't even realise that what you're saying is unkind. Yeah. And you may not even know what being kind looks like because you have no idea, you can't comprehend what else is different because you don't see it in your own circle so you just assume everyone's like that right very true very true so what so what changed actually for you no for me why why piety has shifted i think i'm no i'm not as uh uh, fixated about my thoughts i'm willing to to let it go embrace new perspectives yes 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 embrace new because i tend to you know um mbti you're judging our perceptive right that j and p my j score is very high it means everything Mm. must fit my worldview Mm. otherwise i will discard but right now, I think hanging out with you guys and doing this show, it makes me go like, oh, wait. Yeah, why do I think that way? What's the assumption I make? And 
and the world become bigger and I actually become more accepting. So if a taka like Mr. Positivity oh, can change his worldview like that, all the more you guys should listen to Wise and Shine and introduce yeah, to your friends so yes. they can also learn from broader perspectives. Hey, that's the name of the GP magazine. Yeah, right? I mean, isn't that what GP? Is? GP magazine called Broader Perspectives. Oh my goodness, you know. But 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 I think to, to caveat all that, right, we're not saying that whether we are right or wrong. No, no, right, right. We're really wrong. just kind of yeah. like expanding the discussion yeah. so that you get a wider view, right? And eventually... Um, you gotta be at ease with your ideas, long find that peace. I think that's the that's the that's very the true. Goal, whatever right? that works for mm. you, yeah. Whatever that mm. works for you. So today we're gonna talk a little bit about whatever works for you, right? Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah, actually, yes, yes, yeah, yes. Good, so good thanks for the spiel. I love that. <laughs> huh? But um, today we're gonna take some time to talk mm. a little bit about profession and passion, right? So essentially, the question here today is: Should you change your passion to become your profession? Right? Or should you make your passion into a profession? Mm. Right? And and it is a it is an ongoing psyche and an ongoing kind of societal shift these days. Mm-hmm. You you see more and more people trying to uh you know make their passion into into like can make money, you know, mm-hmm. write for passion, you know, uh do content, um, become a craftsman again. There's so many things, right? And you sort mm. of see uh, a generous shift in, in our societal uh, ideals, right? And I do think a lot of people take this idea that wow, if I can tansia with what I love, that is the best place to be. Okay, my answer mm-hmm. is no. <laughs> but but you know, that is something that people are thinking about. What do you guys think? Oh, my immediate answer is it, it sounds like a good advice, but uh, I mean, just imagine you're passionate about singing, but you actually suck at singing. And then how can you be a singer? Mm. Right? So that's why pas- you're not singing. Th- there right? is a caveat. <laughs> that's why you're not singing. <laughs> yeah, I there, there is a caveat, right? That yes, you can be passionate about something, but you have to also be good at it. Why? Because of the way the construct of our career, that people pay you money for something that they value. Right? So, Passion is great. It makes work enjoyable, but it might not necessarily bring you the money because ultimately the amount of money you make is a market's feedback of your value. Mm. So if that passion doesn't solve a problem and you're not proficient at it, then the money that you make will still be limited. I think it's very idealistic, right? Like everyone wants to be in a position whereby you love something, you know how to monetize it and you get paid for doing it and you enjoy it. So all the more you continue to do it. And there's also like the logic around that because when you enjoy something, you're more likely to stick with it. And as per our previous episode, you need to stick with something long enough to become a master at it. So if you don't have the passion for it, then it might be difficult to get there. But in reality, because ideals and reality are always in conflict, I think we also need to recognize aside from the fact that you might not be cut out for it. Mm. Sometimes like um, th- what you are passionate about may not be that easy to make money as well. Mm. And then if you are not as privileged to be in a position whereby money is no longer a problem, mm. then you just need to be a bit more down to earth and acknowledge that I need to do something else to make the money come in and pay for my bills and all the commitments and liabilities that I'm responsible for. But then find another way to do your passion, either through mm-hmm. a hobby or a side hustle. And I think that is a safer way. I say this because that's my background. Exactly, right? that was what I was saying. <laughs> that sounds like your story. Yeah, exactly yeah, my story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, have you ever seen this picture of three circles? One of the circle is passion circle. The other circle is competent circle. And the other circle is the world. And the mm. sweet spot is right in the center where you're doing something that you're passionate about, you're competent, and the world needs it. Mm. And, and that's the sweet spot. If I'm not wrong, it's ikagai. There's this Japanese word called I K A G I something yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I, I might spell it wrong. Four circles, yeah. Yeah, but, or four right. circles. So, yeah. so I would say that uh, if you're just purely passion, then you might not do well. But if that passion overlays with 
competency. Your, the competency and what the world needs at this point of time. Uh, then yeah, then wow. Then life is great. We must also caveat that sometimes what the world needs and one isn't very well paid. Example? Example, healthcare. Like mm. we need healthcare. We value healthcare. And there are some people who are really passionate about it. Social services as well. Mm. But unfortunately, these are not very high paying jobs. So at least not now. Mm. But maybe that might change because with AI being the yep. And with thing, demand going up. Yeah, we might see yeah. softer skills jobs like this become more and more valuable. Mm. We don't know, right? Reggie? No, actually, I wanted to take this position, but I realized everybody in the room take this position, so I am going to take another oh. position. <laughs> okay. What is it your worldview? So, okay, so my, my, my worldview is, uh, I mean, if you're an avid mm. listener of the podcast, you know, I'm generally quite practical in that sense, mm. right? Where, you know, I, I want to make sure that it's uh, broadly aligned. Okay, I want to take the path of least resistance as much as possible, mm. right? If I think this is okay, the, the path is here, it's clearly charted, the world has shifted, then can I fit myself in it? If I can, okay, I double down and I go with it. But many a times, right, I am a bit fashion forward, like ahead of my time, right? Like mental health, I did a mental health startup about five years ago before this whole thing was a thing, right? So, and, and, and like podcasting, I'm also like one of the earlier ones, you know, so I'm like a bit fashion forward for my time, mm. but the world will shift, right? The world shifts, I mean, as you guys uh, yeah. pointed out, right? and if you think about it, right, if I wasn't passionate about the things that I do, then I wouldn't stick around long enough for the world to shift. Mm. You know what I mean? True. Uh, but but that, that is not that is assuming that the world eventually shifts, lah. Yeah. Right. You would have given up However, okay, yeah, let's talk about podcasting it. though. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that you were good at podcasting? I don't know, like, I think I'm quite good, lah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I mean, you became better over the years, yes, right? Definitely. You became sharper. However, definitely. he wasn't a one upon ten, you see, in podcasting. Yeah. He was. I mean, we, I I heard his first episode, right? Recorded in your room or something. I remembered, and. I don't think it was a one upon ten. It was at least a six or seven upon ten already. Competent already. Fairly competent already. Mm. So it's I just mean, becoming competent to really competent or master of it. Correct. No, but but okay. But the idea here is if you are passionate about that one thing, yeah. The the amount of pain you can handle is is much it's more. Is much right? bigger. Your threshold. Yeah, because we we, we I understand the whole competency side of it because you want to take your passion to the market. You better be yeah. good, lah, Right? Because people are gonna pay for it. Right? So, but. The idea here is if you are very passionate about it, what are the chances of you being not so competent? You know, it exists. Have. It exists. It exists. I know a lot of people like you love to sing, but you cannot like I can <laughs> just say I'm a very good singer. That's a very good example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The singing is really okay. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Hey, y'all never react to I'm very good at singing. We haven't heard you sing <laughs> so we but we we're willing to suspend all judgment. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but the, the idea here is there is a general propensity to then be able to, Agree. you know, um, yeah. become generally more competent at it. You know what's the problem? Right? Mm. I think the problem, uh, if, if you are authentically passionate, like you're truly passionate, you cannot stop thinking about it, then yes. However, there are two po other possibilities. Number one is there are people out there who are not passionate. They, cannot, they have no passion. Then they are screwed, right? Uh, or they're neutral. The second group is their passion is like a roller coaster. Mm. Like, you know, I'm passionate about tea if I only get to do it once a month. But the minute I have to do it every day, suddenly my passion yeah, drops. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Like, then you might then problem, realize right? when you go 100% in on your passions that it's not really... You did, you weren't as passionate as you thought you were. Mm. 
Mm. Yeah, and that happened to me as well. Like I love dancing, so I, I love singing, right? Oh. But same thing. <laughs> not I'm not kind of a singer, but I recognize it from a very early age. I think I was like twelve years old or thirteen years old because I realized biologically I just am not programmed to be a singer. Mm. I get sore throat way too often, more than everyone else. So oh. it's just not possible to pursue that career. So then I started thinking, okay, what else can I do? And I like acting as well, right? You know, when you're young, you really like all the the, the celebrity the, things. Yes, yes, and yes, I'm like, yes. oh, it'd be so cool to go and act. And I did act. And then really? I realized I did, I did. You were oh, telling me in episodes like sell uh what I think ling and all this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, why ting ling? Yeah, I was a child. Ling sa bao jo bao. เออเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเนาะเน
and she's making good money. But also know of the other side of the story where people started out with it and then they gave up and they went to do something else instead that earns them better and more stable money. No, it's because that person was a banker previously. So all her clients... That's is, why. So, so I think her, also... All her clients lie, lie. It comes also Let with me privilege. teach you. Namaste. Isn't it? Like if yeah. you have... Because she was in a career that had probably had a bit more and she, if one was able to save or your parents to buffer you financially, hmm. then you're more re- re- ready to explore that. And the pain that you take might be lesser than someone else who doesn't have that privilege going in. Mm, okay, okay. So I, I, I understand some of the pointers, but I feel like we are a bit scattered in our definition of like passion mm. and like profession, right? Maybe we, we can start with that. How, how do you define something as a passion? You know, or like what are some intrinsic uh, ideas? I, I have one. I have a very strong indication. It's like when you are doing that particular activity, time disappears. Uh, it, it, there's a book that called Flow. So flow. when you're in flow state, uh, time just stands still. Like when you're, you're maybe do your tea or you're singing, suddenly you realize oh, five hours is gone. Uh, I would say that that is a very, very strong indicator that you're really passionate about what you do. I, I would say yeah. one hour really quite good. Isn't it? Like, these, these days, <laughs> attention is quite hard, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so five yeah. hours is like half a day gone is, is not... Yeah. You know so I mean? time. So I'll yeah, say when yeah. you're in flow state, okay. I think uh, and at the end of the activity, you actually feel really good about it. Uh, okay. uh, you feel positive emotions okay. I would say that that is a fair fair indicator way that indicator this is okay but we use time as a judgement and I just apply it on myself sure. right then I can't I can write for 5 to 6 hours because it's just sitting there just using my hand yeah. you know easy huh? but I can't sing for 5 to 6 hours and I can't dance for 5 to 6 hours because it's a physical thing and the body has limits so then yeah. time yeah. may no, not be very that's good a, that's a good indication right that, that the passion you score out, you know? Yeah, your passion uh. score maybe is a bit lower. It it is a it's an enjoyable activity, but I may not say that you are passionate about it. No, but but if you think about it, that's physical limitation. Mm. But you max out like eh? even more than technically it's more than five hours. You know what I mean? Like five hours sounds like a um the, the idea here is you you have the idea here is not the absolute hours, right? The idea here is how how much time you spend in that state. But was you, but you, if you if you if you do your dance and everything, you you max all the way to the end. You yeah, know but I mean? it depends yeah. also that, you go that beyond this max five hours is it excruciating five hours or is like the five hours just disappear? It disappears. Ah, okay. Yeah. Then then so they, you're yes. quite passionate about yeah, it. Then, passion. yeah. then you are passionate. So then in yeah. a, in, a, in a case like mine where you have yeah. multiple passions. Then Nothing wrong with it's that. Okay, why, 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 why it's okay. Very healthy for a person to have a yeah. portfolio. So how of passion. do you then choose which passion to become a profession? There are, so that's where the Venn diagram comes in. Yeah. That, um, number one is actually a few things. So number one is does this passion uh, 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 has staying power? So stretch, stretch it, right? Keep spending more time doing it, and does it does time still flow? Do you still enjoy it? If you have, then it's an indication, right? Uh, then number two is that then take a look at are you good at it, lor? Get, judge, get people to judge it and uh, you know show people who are in the profession that's the second one the third one then just look at the market and see what are the higher paying jobs and see if you can match I think it's that's why at the end of the day it's really about a balance right mm. like people use to or people tend to think that pursuing your passion means you're 100% passionate about it you just go for it yeah. but no it's really a blend of all these three factors that the world value it are you competent enough to yeah. stay and become even more competent right. and then do you like it enough to sustain and one more are we sustaining our passion too 
Because if we don't keep sustaining that passion, because we, we are kind of assuming that the passion is always going to be there. But if you don't sustain that passion, you will run out eventually. Even if you are 8 upon 10, but you don't take care and protect and nurture and groom that passion, it will run out. But if passion is truly intrinsic, then why do you need to protect and groom it? Wouldn't it just be something that, you know, it's like a fire in you, right? <laughs> True. But the thing is, I know what you're saying. But, but you fire know? means you need fuel, right? So the fuel is the time spent doing no, the activity, okay. the mastery of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but, and, but, yeah. yeah so I, I get that. that I also get that as like metaphorical, right? Mm. But but the idea here is, I think, firstly, there are a few 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 facets, right? Firstly, we uh, we cannot assume that you will not discover new passions. Mm. Mm. Of course. Right? We cannot assume that, because I think we, along our lives, we always discover new things. Yeah, we evolve. Yeah, we evolve, yeah. we discover new passions. So, I mean, what you were passionate in the past, you know, it's no longer as passionate today and you pick up new things, right? Mm. It, it, and it can be for a myriad of reasons. It can be because you found something even more interesting, you know, or it's, it's like playing a game, right? Like you're so good at the game, then it's like a bit sian already, lo. you know, or you, you, you max out at the level that you play at and to go further, the, the leap is huge and then you don't want to continue. You, you make a choice and then, okay, then, then that's it, right? Or, or sometimes you just realize newer things that are more... Yeah, more interesting la, to you, right? So different facets of your life. Or it could even be like you're injured and you can't dance anymore and you have to, you know, by extension of the scenario, mm. find a new mm. passion, right? So, so I and think... And so then you go into teaching. Yeah, la, yeah. Then, then, you know, so. <laughs> That's how the, you can't... If you teach, you can't do, you can teach, come yeah, about, right? Yeah, exactly, right? So, so I, I think... I think I think the, the, the broad idea of passion is there, mm. you know, and... and we have on some level established how do you then decide whether it's a profession, whether you can turn into a profession. It cannot just be unique to you. It has to, it has to go beyond you and, and just kind of look at where the market is. Is that, is that the idea? Yeah, so far. Uh, I have an I have a, a interesting case study. So I have a friend of mine who is a chef, right, for a while. Uh, and the reason why he became a chef, yeah, yeah, you know where the story goes. So for a while, because he was passionate about cooking since young, he was always cooked for his family, he enjoys it. And then someone said, hey, since you are, you love cooking and you're good at it, why not make a professional out of that it? That is so dangerous. That's yeah, exactly yeah. why I want to talk yeah. about this topic. And we we so, all know what so, ending this is. So he started making a professional out of it and he started to realize that there are other parts of being a chef that he doesn't like. Mm. The, 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 the P&L statements, the marketing, there are many things to run a restaurant, right? So all that kills his passion. But he could just be a chef and not be a boss. Ah, which, and then that would be... Which therefore means the that, you know, don't be an entrepreneur because yeah. being an entrepreneur means you've got to do everything yeah, else. Yeah, but, but he can still be a professional chef, just a professional hired chef. That, uh, so that's something I think we need to all take note of, which is when we say that, okay, you can make your passion a profession, right? Do think about what are the other aspects of the profession that might eat into your passion. But people may not know this until they make it a profession. So talk to people who are already in it. Mm. Because, uh, you know, this confirmation bias thing is that the minute you're passionate about something, you have a halo effect. Yeah, Everything yeah, seems yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. Love so, is blind. Yeah. Passion is blind too. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, yo, good one. Yeah, it's important that viral at that you... <laughs> So I think a very smart, wise thing to do is that if let's say you're passionate about maybe being a teacher because you love teaching and you're good at it, go talk to teachers and tell the teachers to share with you all their nightmares, all the worst things that happen and see whether after listening to all the bad stories, are you still willing to okay, give it a try? Caveat, uh, what yeah. if you can actually deal with that nightmare, but because you were delivered it too early, too soon in you that freak stage, out. Yeah. you freak out and then you don't even bother going it. 
Well, mm. possible. Then it depends on your ability to take risk and Sometimes how badly do you want to leave your day job. Experience the pain in order I to do it. It's like, for example, if you want to learn how to ride a bike and you yeah. talk to people and they're like, wow, when I fall down, you look at my freaking colloid, I fell down. And like, yeah. Then you're like, I don't want to, I don't want to scar like Donna. Mm-hmm. I just won't cycle. But, but isn't learn. that a true test of passion then? Because part of you being passionate is that you're willing to take the risk. But you may not know what, like, what, like um, for my writing career, yeah. right? If I was told right from the start mm. that um, writing can be have there's so many aspects of writing whereby the liaison with clients, for instance, Correct. would be so difficult, or like I would end up fighting with clients on almost eighty percent of every campaign that I take on because clients want to take up this and I insist on having yeah. this, and then like there's gonna be cases whereby they just the one, and I'm like, okay, fine, then I'll just publish it my way, right? And then that happens, and I don't get paid for the work. Correct. If people told me that right from the start, I may not have gone down this path. Yeah. yeah, but it was something that I learned over time, like probably in my fifth year of writing and earning from it. Then I realized, wow. Yeah. I guess it's the... Remember one episode that we did was The Truth Hurts? Right? Yeah. So I, I guess then it depends on you. Like, you know, do you want to let the truth unfold or do you prefer to know it up front and then make a conscious decision? I think if someone has the privilege of mm. trying it first, I think that everyone should try. Test it. Mm. I think everyone should try. Yes, Experience yes. is a, better when risk you do it yourself. Way, right? Yeah, but don't quit your mm. job yeah, to, yeah. to, you know. And, and that would that. be considered a risk managed way, right? Yeah. right? But if you if you bring your expenses much below and then you don't really need a lot of income, then it's also, yeah. it's also a I way mean, to go about m- it. My life story right. is a case in point, right? I was a computer science uh, by, by major and I was a computer scientist for a while and I hate being a programmer um, but the salary was good and and I really wanted to quit because I think that I was passionate about teaching and I was good at it um, but my mentor was wise he said Eric don't quit your job just do it as a side, as hustle. A side hustle so he said that do it from 9 to 12 Night, that means uh, uh, night, sorry, uh, 6 p.m. to 12 a.m., right? Just do it then. The minute the money that you make at your side hustle is crosses equal over or to crosses over to your job. salary for six months, hmm, you, you're ready. Yeah. So I, I thought that was a good milestone. <laughs> yeah, for those of you who are risk adverse. Yeah, I yeah. think that's risk adjusted, right? Correct. Essentially, essentially that's uh, if fair. you have extra money in the bank, then okay, la, then yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But otherwise, that's usually how the most of us would do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss so, so so okay so if someone were to pursue it into a profession right so let's say like writing right someone love love to write you know I always write all these things and mm. then okay suddenly got clients come in and then you know naturally became like okay this thing looks viable huh? okay mm. so so it's not a random someone just want to be a profession okay there's some signs already and they take up the profession mm. okay um what if their passion go off in the midst of that profession mm. because that is so common yeah the roller coaster thing yeah yeah so so how do you deal when this thing becomes a profession and everybody tell you, wow, it's your mong siang. You know, life's so good for you, yeah. right? But then actually deep down inside, you'll be like, wow, this thing is getting damn boring. Yeah. How do you manage this thing? Yeah. I think that's when it's okay when your passions change to then apply the same concept and do your new passion as a side hustle until that becomes your full thing. Lor. 
Uh, so to you, it's an endless cycle. It could be. In that it sense. Could be. So if if so if if writing becomes a profession and the passion just fade out already, no more, it's finished already, then you will find a new passion. It's and a then, transition and then, and then it transits. Oh. Because but, then uh, your passion now becomes your profession and you're competing at it, right? Mm, now you're yeah. in the stage where that brings in the money. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. And yeah. with the moolah, are you gonna say no to the moolah or you can you continue with that first mm. and then explore something else that will make up for the pleasure that you seek mm. until the point where that can now be monetized and then you switch over. Which is why I think there are people out that listening to us, right, that has a different way, different way point, a different thinking point, which is that we don't have to make our passion our profession. We mm. rather keep things separate. Yes. That our yes. profession is don't put our emotions in our profession. We're good at it. We do our job nine to five, make the money so that that money that I have allows me to nurture my passion because I want to keep yep. things separate. Yep. So again, there's no right or wrong. It really yeah, depends that, on do we like to merge both worlds no, and together if you, and, if you, and if you come from that view, right, then you don't need to go through Dawn's roller, roller coaster, you know. No need. Because that you is just a roller do coaster, whatever, right? You, you just you, do you whatever. You do like, become a profession. Yeah. It's like, oh, very sad. Pick a new passion. And that passion become a profession. Very sad. Pick a new passion. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, that life will be a roller coaster <laughs> yeah. life already. But if you want yeah. more stability, then is no let's not get too emotional mm. profession is profession just make a lot of money climb the ladder then my weekends and my evenings are for me to nurture my passions some people do actually want to protect because they know how passion can be killed by profession mm. yeah so so what mm. if the there are a bunch of people that want to keep their passion as a profession but also see their passion dwindling after it becomes a profession can you refuel exactly can it? you refuel is there a way to like Bring it back. I think can. It's like love. Mm. Um, I always believe that love is an action. Love can bring it back, man. Yes, I believe <laughs> love is an action. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> so, oh, uh, when you when you ministry of family execute, and social services. When you execute <laughs> actions <laughs> of love uh, to your loved one, you start to feel the feelings of love. So I would talk to the people who feel that your passion is doing. <laughs> unfortunately, your passion is your profession, and you're kind of worried. Um, go back to first love. Like, think about how do you even fall in love with your passion in the first mm. place? Sometimes the reason why your passion gets dwindled is because of the stress of making money that's killing the passion. Fair. So, uh, 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 you do that. That's one. Um, I think, just now I had a thought. Or the that, other aspect, like your chef story. Yeah. Maybe what they need to do then is to take a step back and let other people outsource. outsource. Yeah. I'll say it. Outsource the part, if, especially you're an entrepreneur. Uh, outsource the part that's actually killing your attacking your passion because I think you cannot assume that your passion will always be there I think that's the problem like how we always assume that love will always be there mm. no love always needs to be nurtured passion always needs to be nurtured so even if your passion is your profession you need to continue nurturing it expand on it so that you will always have wealth of energy and motivation to do what you do actually we should have brought the work man on this episode mm. because that's exactly Recently what happened to them right they, yeah. they went from passion as a side hustle mm. to a profession at a point where the money crossed over and was okay for both of them to quit their job. Although I think they did it slightly before that tipping point. Oh. And then when they did it, they realized they didn't like it as much as they thought they did because they like creating content but not the entrepreneurial part uh, of it. Yeah, and the stress of now having to... Uh, you know how when money is in the picture, right? Mm. Sometimes it kills the creativity. It does. Uh, because I remember uh, Ling Jinxie, uh, in one of his concerts, he actually shared in, uh, two years ago or three years ago, he shared this concert that said that, do you know that there was a period of time... It was the darkest period of my time. I lost my voice. I thought I'm gonna, my career is going to tank. And I realized, and I analyzed, and I realized that the reason is because I, I write songs commercially. I was mm. just writing for the public because public wants this kind of song. I write it and I lost myself. I lost my creativity. And, and that was what caused him to be in the dark zone. And that was what inspired him to write Wu Wei Shui Xie de Ge. That's I his song. That song. I love that song. I love that so song. that was his turning point of his career that he, he decided no. 
you know what? If you are my fan, you will support me in whatever I create, right? Mm. And I'm going to create what I want that brings back my first love. Mm. And that was how the song was written. Mm. So I will always forget, always remember what he said. And, and I think uh, you got to protect your passion like a fire. It does burn out and you need to keep putting fuel because the stress is water. Um, the people that ruin your passion is water as well. So it's normal, but you just protect your fire. As long as the yeah. fire is hotter than the water, then you, your passion will still continue. Yeah, and I think outsourcing shouldn't be no, looked down upon. Not, no, it shouldn't. Yeah, like the Focus on your genius zone. Thing, yeah. uh, what they did was they hired an account manager to take out the most painful part, which was dealing with clients so that they can on. protect you. Yeah, then they can go in their zone yeah. and really like focus and get back that whole you know inspiration and creativity, which was being killed by external factors. Yeah. It's yeah. true. But so while we are at it, I, I want to caution everybody watching this. I tell you, remember Reggie, you said that oh, there are a lot of now people talking about how you can turn mm. your passion into profits. These are marketers. Sometimes I really think marketers ruin things because <laughs> I mean, every time you say the same thing <laughs> that is true, true. And, and I, I have to say it I have so to are say you guilty no I'm not guilty because <laughs> I, I ne- that's not my narrative <laughs> I never have asked people you to train, turn their passion you, into no, profits no you train marketers like. uh, no I don't lie I train agents I not marketers so you market yourself we, no we are all marketers but the thing is that <laughs> we, I love it how we, I mean we are selling this episode too right but I'm talking about those people out there who's selling those programs called yes, turning profits I know what you mean. Yeah. turning passion to profits it sounds good you know why and you know who will buy it's the people who are unhappy it's the people who, are, who hate their job obviously by telling you that you can do something you love I'm selling you a dream but the reality is, do you even have a passion? And Actually, the other reality is, are you good at your passion? If you want to go for this kind of course, how much is that cost? Uh, 3,000, 4,000? Uh, yeah, you can yeah, get don't, up to don't, 4, don't, 6, I think you how to save the money, okay. budget-based speaking. Yes, please, tell us. <laughs> Just go and spend that time. You buy three people dinner, okay? Three people who are in that career and then to get the most pure and the most unfiltered yeah. one, you yeah. listen to all of it. Then you also talk to them, what is the audience like? How do you find people to, to yes. pay you and all? And you probably spend maximum like $300, one-tenth of the cost. Then you can, you know, uh, sponsor a bit of our next episode next yeah. time too. <laughs> super light like action. Super light or something. I think we're going to unlock and, the future. And must take action also. It means yeah. after they get the advice ready, they try out for maybe three months. Hmm. If they cannot even try out for three months using the, their, their, their after work period, Forget about doing it full time. Yeah. That's a that's a good gauge. Although I, I think yeah. three times three months a bit short, lah. Maybe give some people some people need a bit more time okay. now. Maybe six months. Six months? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, mean for me, right? Way. I wrote yeah. on my blog for two years before I I got the first paycheck. Did you wow. did you did you get burnt out then? Do mm. you no. do you so you're not you're I think but I think I was lucky in a sense where I really like writing mm. um right from the start. It was one of my earlier childhood passions. Um I just never thought I'll be very good at it, so I gave up halfway. And that came because ah, so when I say you're delivered some things too early, right? I had a lot of childhood passions. <laughs> Minded, uh. okay, but um child um writing was one of them and when I was in I think sec two, okay, secondary two or 14 years old for those of you who might be overseas listeners, um I had this opportunity to go for a writing course in my school where only like the elite gets to go. Wow. Um and at the end of it, if you as long as you complete your story and there were like people teaching you, helping to edit and all, you would get your book published. Nice. So you mm. could choose any idea, any topic, any storyline, anything unfiltered. It's all up to you. The only catch is you must complete it. And out of that class, I think there was like 20 of us across different schools. So there were like raffles and all the oh, different wow. good, okay. good and neighborhood schools all mixed, lah, right? And I think only like five of us completed it. So there was a very big failure rate. Uh. Maybe that says a bit about, you know, that your passion passions. is being tested. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I was one of the five who completed it. Wow. Congrats. But it was painful. 
And then like after I read my story, I was very proud of it the first time round. And maybe because it's my own words. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite long. It was like um this thick. And for secondary school kid, that's a lot. Long, uh. yes. It took me very long to write it. I think by the fifth read, I was starting to get bored of my own story. Yeah, and I was like, actually, my story very cliche. Uh. If I could redo it, I'll probably do it differently. Mm. And then that killed off whatever passion I had for writing until it was rekindled much, much later. Again in university. Yeah. What, what rekindled it? In university, um, I was studying communications, right? So we had a lot of writing. Yeah. Again, I hated the journalism part because when you write by SPH standard and then my uh, lecturer was also ex-SPH chief editor. So wow. she was very harsh. Like, oh, your level of English, ah, my primary one kid is so better. Um, <laughs> if you guys were taught by her, I'm sure, you know, fellow <laughs> alumni and peers, you might recognize. <laughs> comment, comment section Yeah, but she's very harsh, very harsh. And it cute. You know, when you you get comments that harsh, oh you get it gets killed off. Yeah, gets, but then gets. um after that I took a mo- another module where it, the teachers weren't as harsh and there was a lot more flexibility and freedom. And that's when I realized like, hey, maybe I can use my writing in different ways. I don't have to be a journalist because people used to people think that writing that's the most one of the more obvious choices, right? But then I realized hey, actually advertising also is writing what? Copywriter, mm. like writer, yeah. you yeah, know. Is, yeah. And then like although I used to think copy means copy from someone else, but apparently oh. not. Like, huh? no, 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 <laughs> then yeah. or you can be also an account manager or press release writer, also writing ma. But it's not an immediate thing. You, if you are someone who are new and you're, you love writing and you want to explore professional of it, how many people can can uh, actually know that writing has this copywriter, has this yeah, yeah, yeah. press release? You don't know. Man. These are time. other professions that inside. don't come. Yeah. Exactly. You have to be in it. Then you realize that these are other aspects of the profession mm. that you also can explore. So then when I discovered that, then I started to get back my love of writing. Oh, mm. Because now I could write in other ways that I still enjoy without mm. the journalist news yeah. way that Why totally do I feel like me. your lecturer is Bertha Hansen? No, it's no. not. It's not. It's not. Someone harsh. Yeah, uh, even worse. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Shout out to you. Don't attack us. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Fair. Very, very, very interesting. Um. So, yeah. so okay. If yeah. Uh, no, I'm just trying to integrate everything that we said, right? Because initially we we talk about like how do you nurture passion. So it seems like all of us have a dollop of passion. A, a starting portfolio could be four points or five points, and the when that passion feeds you back some pleasure and some positive emotions. It's part of nurturing the passion. But actually, the next step of nurturing your passion is when you get positive feedback about your passion. Like, you see, mm. in your case, right? The, your passion got killed the minute someone say you suck. But the minute <laughs> you, you someone nurtures you and say, hey, you're good. Keep working at it. That positivity or that, that, that positive feedback allows you to want to work on a passion. So, if, mm. so how do you know whether you're passionate about something is, first of all, you, you enjoy it. Right? And number two is that you're starting to get some feedback that you are good at it. And that you're willing to get better at it. That means there's progression in your passion. That passion gets nurtured. Like your chef friend also, like, because people told him that he was a good chef, that's why he, and went he nurtures into it. it right? But and, and if you have and then on top of that is he needs to keep testing and experimenting and mm. growing because it that was what makes him passionate. He was very passionate about trying different types of food, putting together, see something new comes up. Mm. But he stopped doing that when he became an entrepreneur because he's supposed to only cook five types of food. Mm. So if you understand Lean menu. So if you understand what is it that makes you passionate, keep doing it while shielding yourself from things that might kill your passion, like criticism or the, the stress of having to make money. No, and, mm. and I think that is why a lot of people they always end up saying that, oh, I would like to give thanks to this mentor of mine oh. or this coach of mine. Because a lot of these people that teach you or train you you know in this process they can make or break your career you know yeah. on, 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 on yeah, many yeah, fronts yeah, yeah. so That's sometimes so right, I feel like sometimes I, I I struggle with 
telling the person you should stop. You know, it's like because because objectively, I come from I, I'm I'm the senior in this space, right? I know like you're too far from it, right? And then like, should I tell you to stop? But this person is very passionate, wow. mm. not very competent, very hard to monetize <laughs> one. Then you, you know? should. Turn you know, it into a, yeah. make him go the side hustle. But, but you know what I mean, right? You know what I yeah, mean, yeah, right? Yeah. Then, then, but then, people are just not good at it and they don't recognize that they're not competent at all. But yeah, yeah, no, I, but I envy them sometimes. Isn't it nice to have this positive <laughs> feeling? True, it's true. That's the thing. Like, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree nice, with right? you. You know, but 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 that's a different different podcast. <laughs> like, but you know what I'm saying, right? It's like yeah, it's like as a mentor, wow, because you're you're 10, 20 years in the business already, you know, or in the space, in the career, you look at this person it's like, maybe you're better suited elsewhere. But should you kill them? here uh, you know I, I won't mm. so I will yeah. always I think I think yeah. we will always try to give them because not, not no I will not possible. I will not kill the person but I will tell them maybe you shouldn't pursue this uh, or oh, I'll thing, give tests you know? let the test yeah, be yeah. the bad guy not yeah, us yeah, yeah, you yeah. harsh yeah. what you tell them do, do this just give them five things. tests la, yeah. Yeah, do this five make things it difficult and, and if they can your threshold yeah. is good enough to cross all the tests then maybe they you, should uh, get uh, another uh, chance recently I've been looking for trainers and, and we're giving jobs right? and people always tell me oh I'm very passionate about training it's so easy to say you're passionate so we always put them to a test uh, okay uh, not passionate uh, do, I want in these next six months you go and do five ten free training for me Tell me you're passionate. Mm. Uh, mm. If you're not even willing to do uh, one, oh, I need to get paid. Then you're not passionate about training. You're passionate about the money that you get to make being a trainer. That's different. No, that one is a different discussion. Yeah. We can have that. But I, I know. <laughs> but you get my I point, know because right? you yeah. are the one setting the game. To you, that's the parameter and, and of you how you define. It. Yeah. You test it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to raise a different uh, route. Okay? Yeah. Mm. So I think we're also here today because time has become so important. And in a society that really values productivity and efficiency, yeah. is it that we're feeling all this pressure to monetize our passion as well? Because then we think, well, if I just do it to de-stress and get pleasure, then it's a waste of time. I might as well milk everything and every hour I, that I spend I, doing something. I, I don't think that. so. I think it's because people are not enjoying their current work. And 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 big, they are, they are, the work is giving them anxiety, stress, burnt out. And so the alternative is, hey, since my passion has been giving me a lot of pleasure, why not I do more of my passion? I, I felt like it's more of that. But there are also some people whereby they have started out certain side hustles mm. because it was a passion that they were passionate about. Mm -hmm. And then you see them give up, right? Which is not a bad thing. I know a lot of but these people. I've seen, I've, seen, yeah. no, I've seen many people, whether like they open up weekend stores, you know, mm. or like a barista on the weekend, you know, like pop-ups, you know, or like home-based whatever business, mm. right? It's, it's so common. And, and I think I will not hold them to the standard of not giving up. To me, they're just trying. You know, it's like you have a... They don't... If I mean, based on that story that, that you frame, right? That means the person don't hate their profession, right? Currently, their full-time job yeah, okay or whatever. Yeah, okay, they're okay yeah. with it. Uh. It's not like... This is not like mm. an outlet. You know, it's like, hey, not bad, man. quite fun. You know? mm. Then like couple, couple do together, then end up break up. Right? And, you know, <laughs> and you know, start a business with your partner is a different discussion, right? Mm. Uh, but... But, you know, so, so, so then they, they go and do it together. And then if it works, great, let's continue. If it doesn't work, okay, cool, let's close shop. It's fine. And I think people take it, uh, if they can take it with that kind of tenacity and then the, the way to look at it, you know, to, to be able to detach yourself and just shrink it back to a... There's nothing wrong with being passionate about something and wanting to monetize it no, because, well, no. time is money yeah, as yeah, well. But if you're not, it gets to a stage whereby you can monetize just based on your close friends. 
your mm. your closer inner circle. So it's just word of mouth. It's just around a certain mm. group, and then you just limit how many orders you take in and develop, and you just don't go beyond that so that the passion doesn't die. You don't yeah. you don't scale, lor. Yeah, yeah, don't scale. Yeah, exactly, don't scale. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, and, scale. and and then it's all fine. You can charge cheaper prices because these are your friends and yeah. family. You don't feel that pressure. You'll be like, oh, as long as I get back like my ingredients cost, I'm good. Or my yeah. ingredient cost and a little more. Yeah. You won't be thinking of like, oh, bakers, I need thirty percent profit okay margins and all really of that. It's really just passion, but if you're yeah. going to turn your passion into business, you cannot think that way. Yeah. Which is why a lot of businesses die because eventually <laughs> their passion becomes their biggest enemy. It's a very dangerous space to enter. Yeah. Yeah. Into. Yeah, yeah. One thing that I like and if I look back in my own life, I think I'm quite blessed in the sense that a lot of things that happen have actually helped me to get on the on a good path sooner rather than later. And I think one of that was really the fact that I got to try out internships that had me testing really uh, whether I was really passionate about it. So my very first internship was with a PR firm. Mm. I was doing so much writing there uh, and I think the average person would be sick of how much writing I had to do. I was writing speeches, you know, and all the wow. press releases and so many pitch emails to like media outlets trying to get coverage from my clients and all and I did on projects like 3M and Pet Lover Center and all this kind of stuff and I was just writing so much and even creating like a magazine but I didn't hate it. No, so I realized oh, actually okay, like, not badly. I can continue doing yeah, it. Right. But then I wanted to explore other writing careers, right? So when I I was like, oh, there's also copywriter. That was when I started to realize. So like, let me try my next internship at a copywriting firm. So I tried an advertising firm, uh, one of the biggest in the, in, the, in the scene as well. And while I didn't get the role of a copywriter, and I'm very sane about it, but I got to interact with copywriters. Right, and I had did lunches with them. I got to talk to them, and then I got to see them talk about like, yeah, you know, sometimes writer blog, ah, uh, why I hate it. And then like, I walk, I walk past the office, and I see them just staring at a screen blankly, trying to figure out, then give up and just walk off and stuff. So then I thought, and like, mm, maybe that's not for me, uh. mm. <laughs> <laughs> right? And I started realizing, and because I did these internships, I think it helped me to realize what threshold and which direction sooner rather than later. Hmm. Yeah, and that's a good chance for people to try it out. Um, today, unfortunately, I think the idea of internships outside of school, people are quite adverse to it, right? They're like, no, internships are only for school. Once I get out, I must like full flash. But I think if your journey, you need more steps to get to your destination versus other people. I don't think there's anything wrong with doing a little bit more internships or taking, yep. taking a lower paid job. Like someone who really likes podcasting, you want to test out your threshold, come and podcast with Reggie and see whether you can tahan it you know even if he can't pay you as high as let's say being a radio DJ or anything but if you can tahan that and realize that your threshold is yeah. there then you can go and explore and hey yeah, doesn't this sound like you do have a real life DJ also right yeah. <laughs> anyway show. just saying part time DJs don't get paid much <laughs> <laughs> so I can tell you the rate DM me okay oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. only the full fledged guys get, get paid serious yeah. okay. Okay. Yulai what was one closing lesson I thought that was beautiful oh um, I think most first of all have a portfolio of passion simply mm. just to increase the quality of your life. Like, it would be quite sad if you are neutral about everything. And, and the way to have a portfolio of passion is to really just experiment and try. Don't, don't say no to activities. Just be open to trying different things and start observing which one you enjoy. And then once you have a portfolio, you can then start having the conversation about, hmm, can I actually turn one of it into a profession with all the factors that we talk to you about? Mm. Then I think life will be amazing for you. Mm. Fair, fair, fair. I think for, for me... I am quite the kind of person that would just go, go with it and, and just do yeah, it. Yeah, that's just, your life yeah, that's, story, I'm very, right? I'm very like, just go lah, just do with it lah. <laughs> it's la, right? life uh, yeah, yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just go, right? So, okay, can I be a singer? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, it's, it's, eventually you have to wake up lah. 
Mm, right? At some mm. point, at some point, you gotta realize that okay, you know, this is maybe not gonna work, right? Mm. Like, like you, you can, yeah. you you begin at a with a place of like passion, of interest, of pleasure, whatever you wanna, you know, whatever like airy fairy ideas. Broadly, the what it encompasses is you like the thing, mm. okay, or you like it enough to to even entertain. Like I'm gonna do this every day, right? And I hope to make money out of it, right? So and when you do it, you will know whether or not this thing can make money, whether or not you really can do it for prolong, mm. uh, which is why I stopped working with newbies. Mm. Because every newbie come in and tell me, oh, oh, I love this. I know lah. You do 20 episodes first and you come back and talk to me. Mm. <laughs> uh, See, yeah, because 20 yeah. episodes in, I will know whether you can still do it. Mm. Uh, whether or not you actually really like staying it. power. Yeah, whether mm-hmm. or not, you know, during hard times, you will stay around. Yeah, essentially. And, and that is the, that is much needed in a profession. You have horrible days, mm. you know, uh, and then you, you must be able to during the horrible days, be like, okay, I need to breathe. Two days later, you come back. It's like, yeah, I still like this. Yeah, awesome. you know, I, I yeah. think, I think that's. Uh, I think taking a step yeah. back to bring yourself out of the situation and rekindle, find back the reasons why you liked it in the first place, really helps. I have period like that as well, where I just stop taking on client yeah. gigs and just write what I want to write, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm good. I will resume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same, rekindle same. that fire. This yeah. whole thing here is why I I started. Yeah. <laughs> why sunshine? Because I was sick and tired of talking about personal finance. I was the same shit, right? <laughs> Client come always ask me same thing. I was like, I got edgy ideas. You're not interested to cover, huh? you know. So, so, so. Oh. I'm glad we are doing this. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it kept me going. I'm glad. Nice, yeah. nice. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.